Hi, I'm Bethan. And I'm Libby. So anyways, murder. I was going to do an Australian accent then, I was like, no, don't. Do it, bitch. We have listeners in Australia now. <laughs> oh, no. I know. Oh, I looked at, I looked at the, um, whatever they yeah, call them, like, the like, stats yeah. again. Um, we got, oh, I really wish I, I should note it down. How, yeah, who's from where? Yeah, we had people from Australia, um, Canada, India. Ooh. Um, Costa, I think we already mentioned the Costa Rica people. Costa Rica people. Been there, done that. I think... <laughs> I can't remember anymore. There's some people from the UK. That's that's our friends. We have more people from America who've listened to our <laughs> to this, and it's yeah. like fifty percent yeah. America. Oh damn! I think. So our message to our friends from home is: move on. We've got new friends now. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, <laughs> international <laughs> friends. Okay, move over. Speaking of which, you're going to be an international friend next year, and I'm so sad. I will be, yeah. I hate that for you. No, I love it for you. I really love it. I'm very excited for you to venture off into the world, leaving yes. me here. And... I mean, luckily I am fairly close to Toronto, so I need to scout out oh, my future homes. Stop. I thought you were about to be like my future husband. <laughs> that, too. that too. We love a future husband. Yeah. In Toronto. <laughs> I'm not even going to Toronto, but it's close. It's close enough. Close enough. It's closer than I would. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Probably. But, you know, I have to start looking for my future homes. Yeah. That okay. I absolutely cannot afford. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, right. We decided to do a more fun case this week. Cause last, week last week was heavy. Last week bummed me out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so this case. I don't know the case. We decided to do a bit more of a fun one. We needed um, a D.B. Cooper-esque one. Yeah. It's not as fun as D.B. Cooper, but it's more like, ooh, mystery, like, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh, also, I was going to mention, mention, we have an Instagram account. You can follow it. It's we do at So Anyways Murder. Yeah. Go follow us. We need more followers on there. Yeah. And you can see, like, we put up pictures around each Beth case. Bethany's lovely, lovely drawings. That yeah. sounds sarcastic. They're okay. genuinely very good. <laughs> it's just me procrastinating. Doing Did you see that someone work. commented being like, why are these drawings so creepy? Yeah, someone was like, why are the drawings of the children really creepy? I was like, ha ha. <laughs> I was like... I just liked it because I was like, I didn't do these drawings. This isn't like, me. I was like... Mm-hmm. Anyway, go follow us on our Instagram account. Yes, hit us up. Hit us up. What the hell is wrong with me? You sound like a 50-year-old man trying to be hip. I am a 50-year-old man trying to be hip. <laughs> we all know this. Right. Anyway, so... This week, we're covering the Dyatlov Pass incident. Oh um, my god, I know this. Yes, I do crazy. know this. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know how much I you did know not, about it. I, but... When I was sitting next to you and you doing your notes, I saw uh, like the word radioactive. And you were like... I, but I still it didn't connect to my head. I hadn't, it's a case I haven't thought about for a long time. Mm. But I don't like mountains. They scare me. Mountains are scary. The last time I climbed up a mountain, I dislocated my hip. <gasps> And I just popped it back in. And oh then we couldn't Ugh. even go to the summit because there was a massive storm and we almost got trapped on the mountain because of that storm. See, that's why I don't <laughs> like mountains. I have never been so stressed in my life. Also, you know me, I'm not actually that fit and healthy. So this was the worst experience of my life climbing up a mountain. <laughs> just like, you're, not, you're not that unfit though. Oh God, your expectations of me are too high. Wow. So kind, so kind. Just wait until we go for a run. <laughs> Um, so this takes place in Russia, but it takes place in like the 50s and 60s, so technically it's called the Soviet Union. 
So okay. it's going to have lots of names I can't pronounce. So if there's anyone is who the is Soviet Russian, Union I'm so sorry. Is the USSR? I, well, the SR stands for Soviet Republic, doesn't it? But the I two don't, terms I, interchangeable. I, I thought they were, I think they're the same. No, I've never thought about it that much. Yeah, look it up. Just look it up. Continue on. Yeah. So in 1959, a group of people formed a group to hike and ski across the northern Urals of the Sverdlovsk Oblast in the Soviet Union, which is like a mountain region. The leader of this group was called Igor or Igor, Igor Dyatlov. Or, oh my God, I can't even speak. Igor Dyatlov, and he was a 23-year-old engineering student at university. Not much older than us. No. Also, Soviet Crazy. Union and USSR interchangeable. Cool. Okay. Um, so he was a 23-year-old engineering student at the Ural Federal University. There were nine more people who joined that group, and they were mostly students and peers at that university. Um, their names were. Let's see if I can pronounce these. Yuri Doroshenko, uh, Lyudmila Duvanina, Georgi Krivonishenko, Alexander, I can say that one, um, Kolovatov, Zineda or Zinkolmogorova, Rustin Slobodin, I like that name, Rustin Slobodin, that is wow. excellent, um, Nikolai uh, Thiba Brignol, and Semyon. Zolotaryov and Yuri Yudin. That last one, I like that one. Yuri Yudin. It's easy, easy for us ignorant white girls. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I took two weeks of uh, Russian on Duolingo. So... I started Russian on Duolingo, <laughs> but oh my god, I couldn't like, oh. So there were eight men and two women, and they were all experienced hikers and skiers. They basically designed this route so they could reach the most northern parts of the Sverdlovs um, Oblast and the upper streams of the Lovsa River, which is like a, just a nice area. They were like, we're going to climb to the top, but also see some National nice Park. Yeah. Nice. Nice scene. Um, this route was estimated as a grade three route, which at the time was the most difficult form of route in Russia. So that's like the black slope of Yeah, it's the black slope of hiking. Or the actually the off-piece. Yeah. So, before leaving, Dyatlov agreed that he would telegram the sports club who, like, I think they all, like, were part of the sports club. Oh, like, okay. Let's form a group. Yeah, so like, was, um, like a society yeah. and university. Yeah, so he was like, I'll telegram the sports group once we, like, made it up and came back down and got back to base camp at um, Vizhai, which is just, like, a town nearby. He was mm-hmm. like, I'll telegram you guys. And this is expected to happen around the 12th of February. Um, when did they leave? The 25th of January. So, a while, yeah. So, in the early hours of the 25th of January, 1959, they arrived at a town at the start of the route. They then stayed the the night in Vizhai, and they bought loaves of bread for the next day. Nice. Which, absolute cottage for gold. On the 27th of January, they began their hike. Unfortunately, or fortunately... Um, one of the members, Yuri Yudin, who he actually suffered from a lot of health issues. I think he had like a heart defect, which I'm like, why oh. are you hiking up a mountain? Uh, sometimes you gotta you got to be like fit if you have heart issues that's in true, order for them not true. to get any worse. Yeah. Well, he turned back because he had knee pain, which meant that he like couldn't continue, which honestly, mood. <laughs> huge mood, um, which brought the group down to nine hikers. Their diaries and cameras make it possible to track their last movements, like, through their hike. On January the 31st, they reached the edge of a highland area and they stashed some spare food in a valley for their way home. So, like, even if they ran out on the way up, they were like, we've got food in that valley. Yeah. And, like, no one lived in those mountains. They're like, it's going to be there when it comes back. Mm. And it's, like, 
surrounded by snow, so it's basically frozen. They just basically essentially put it in a nature's Freezer. fridge. Yeah. What about animals? Oh, I guess they'll be like hibernating. Yeah. Um. Blah, 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 where are we? Um, the next day, they started to move through the pass, but there were bad weather conditions and snowstorms, and they actually started going in the wrong direction. Oh, no. So they started going slightly more west than they were meant to. They realised their mistake, and they decided to camp on the slope of the mountain they had reached instead of moving 1.5 kilometres back down to a wooded area. So, like, we'll just camp where we are. And you're on a slope? How do you camp on a slope? How would you sleep? No, no. I don't know whether it was, like, sloped with, like, Oh, like, edges, little, like, plateaus. Or not that sloped. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's yeah. only the start. But um, Yudin, who was behind, he said, like, Dyatlov probably would have wanted to just, like, not lose any of their, like... Um, ground their ground. He, Yeah, he was like, yeah, we've made all this progress, we're not going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Dyatlov said that he would send a message on the 12th of February. But when no message arrived, people weren't, like, immediately concerned. Because, obviously, hiking... It could be, like, a day late. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. unpredictable, and I feel like delays are quite common. Yeah, especially in, in that sort of weather. Yeah. Had it been like springtime, summertime, no snow. Yeah. Um, it would have been a bit more weird. Yeah. But weather, considering the bad weather. Yeah, it's like it's expected. But when it reached the 20th of February, people back at the sports camp became worried and they sent out some rescue groups. On the 26th of February, the searchers found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent. And the campsite actually baffled all of the rescuers. I know um, it details about the campsite and crazy. they're weird. They're weird. Um, the student who found the tent said, quote, the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. Investigators said that the, the tent had actually been cut open from the inside. That's the, that's the detail that freaks me out. Kind of weird. Kind of not a vibe. Nine sets of footprints left by people wearing only socks or a single shoe or even barefoot could be followed. So none of them were wearing both of their shoes. Which is weird when it's snowy. Snowy, and it's literally freezing. Um, uh, and they could be followed leading down to the edge of a nearby wood on the opposite side of a pass. Um, however, after about 500 metres, these tracks were actually like covered with snow. I guess it like snowed yeah. between whatever happened in the 20th. Which yeah. isn't, if there were snowstorms, it's not un- exactly, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, if it goes into the wooded area, then like all the snow... That- like yeah. fall from the trees from the trees exactly yeah um at the forest edge below um a large pine tree the searchers found um remains of a small fire so like ash or something um and nearby were the first two bodies these were of um Krivonishenko and Doroshenko so they were shoeless and they were dressed only in their underwear not even like like pajamas or something just like just underwear so, just so strange, yeah. Um, the branches of the tree near them were broken up to five meters high, suggesting that one of them had actually tried to climb, climb up, up yeah. and like look around. Maybe like if they got lost, they were looking for the mm. camp. Um, and between the tree and back to the camp, the searchers found three more bodies of Dyatlov, uh, Kolmogorova, and Slobodin. Which I'm sad, good old Slobodin. Mm. Um, and they died in poses which suggested they were trying to return to the tent. So I don't know what that means, oh, but that, almost like... That, like, sent a bit of like, a shiver through oh, me. Oh, it, goodness Maybe me. they're, like, facing towards the tent. Like, they're trying to get That's back. That's made me feel, like, kind of sick. <sighs> like, genuinely physically nauseous. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, this is going to be like, a fun one. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm out. Like, no, things like snow and um, mountains 
Snow is scare me. Snow. Even though I grew up skiing, yeah. so I don't understand ski why school. I have ski school. <laughs> don't understand why I have like that fear. I think it's just what the know. I had. I like started to have get anxiety like just generally the last time I went skiing. Uh, I think it's, it's like, like tainted my memories. Of yeah, it. it's like all wrapped up into one experience. Yeah, and then my mum made me watch the film Everest, which really scared me. Mm. And then my dad always used to tell me of. Um, I think this. I think this is specifically the mountain that we used to ski round. We yeah. used to go skiing when I was younger. He was like, "Yeah, there are still dead bodies up there." Yeah. I was like, "Don't tell." I was like seven. That's what terrifies me about like many mountains. If someone dies, rest like, even if they die on the path, like people who are hiking up, they won't have enough like fuel and food mm. for them to waste um, more energy dragging another body down. Exactly. So they just have to leave, leave them. them there. So that's well, why, like, they're, they're too difficult that's to why, trade. like, if you climb Everest, you're you're gonna see a dead body. Yeah, yeah. So, on the, like, and that's my issue. Like, you think it was just like a matter of there's fitness. like a marker <laughs> it's like, on like one of the yeah. trail markers on the Mount Everest mm. trail is a dead body. Whoa. I know. I don't like it. It really scares right. me. It really freaks me out. Absolutely not. So we're not gonna climb any mountains together. No. Okay. Cool. I have a lot of like there are a lot of things that are like sort of. Thrill seeking, like, yeah. thing. Like, I'd love to do a bungee jump. Oh, I'd love no. to do, like, oh, one of those massive swing things. Yeah. Like, I like things like that, zip wires. Climbing Mount Everest, climbing, climbing mountain. any mountain no. that, like, requires me to not, to have to, like, do it over m- multiple days. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's Not gross. on my bucket list. No way. Um, so, finding the remaining four hikers actually took two months because... It was so snowy, snowy and like everything. They were finally found on the fourth of May under four meters of snow, in a ravine which was seventy-five meters further into the woods than the pine tree. So they'd made it seventy-five. Me- they'd made it in their pants. Yeah, they've made it hella far, basically. If any non-British people are talking pants, pants just means underwear, underwear. here, <laughs> like their boxers. Yeah. yeah, that term is also used elsewhere. Um, so three out of four of the people who were found um, in that area were better dressed than the others, and there were some signs that the clothing of the people who had died first out of that group had then been taken off and worn by the others, maybe oh, to keep warm. Yeah. Which does make so sense. It's horrible. Yeah, so like maybe like two t-shirts and like extra okay. pairs of pants. Yeah. Um, so like uh, Devonina was wearing uh, Krivonashenko's burned and torn trousers. Right. So wait, so they haven't left the tent. In their pants. I don't know. Yeah, um, I well, think some, some of them had. did, but some of them were wearing clothes. Right. Um, and Devonina's like left foot and shin were wrapped up in a torn jacket, so mm-hmm. maybe to keep warm because they weren't any trousers or something. I don't know. Um, immediately there was like a legal inquest because they're like, this is really weird. Like, what yeah. is happening? Um, and a mega- medical examination found that there were no injuries that might have led to their death. So it wasn't like they fell, they got hit by something, like, um, and it was concluded that they all died of hypothermia, which makes sense. Yeah. They're in, they're in the mountains and it's cold. Um, Slobodin had a small crack in his skull, but it was not thought to be a fatal wound. So mm-hmm. strange. Um, an examination of four of the bodies of the bodies found in May completely shifted the story. Three of the hikers that were found in May had fatal injuries. Uh, Thibaut Brignon had major skull damage and Divinina and Zolotaryov had major chest fractures. So, like, this looks like it's, like, cause of death could be different to the hypothermia, like a different situation. Um, According to a doctor, the force required to cause such damage would have been incredibly high um, and he compared it to that of a car crash. 
So there ain't no cars in the mountain, but um, notably, the bodies had no external wounds associated with the bone fractures, but it just seemed like they'd been like high pressure pushed onto them. So it wasn't like they'd been like smacked by a rock and there were like bruises and lividity and like, well, not lividity, but like, and like cuts and stuff. It's like when you die, so so if I died in the position I was right now and you turned me over, I would have like, like a red lividity mark on my bum because all of like the blood has sunk oh, to there okay. it's like if you die lying oh. down you will have it on your back I suppose because your heart isn't pumping more to yeah. keep the blood flowing so oh, you can oh. sort of see what position someone died in by looking at the lividity marks what was if they'd been moved immediately after yeah yeah i think it it's not like what position they died in but what position so like if someone moved they'd been left in yeah okay. yeah I don't know that much about forensics. I've only been doing it for one week. <laughs> I'm like, come back in a few I months. I will question everything. <laughs> Do it. Um, all four bodies found at the bottom of the creek, um, which were the ones that we were just talking about with all those injuries, um, had soft tissue damage to their head and their face, but not like to the rest of their body, just their head and their face. Okay. Kind of weird. For example, okay, this is kind of spooky. Oh, um, great. I'm already spooked out. Don't worry, my I'm gonna talk about theories later and one of them's really funny. Okay. okay so okay, it'll bring us it'll bring us back up. Um Dumanina was missing her tongue, some her eyes and part of her lips. Oh, I don't like that. Oh and, wow, that's, and I don't like that at all. Zolotaryov had his eyes missing. Which some people have speculated though they were out there for so long it could have just been like predators, which is awful, yeah, but true. not so spooky. So but Can um, people claw their eyes out if they're going like insane though? I don't know. I've never seen someone go insane. Um, and someone was missing his eyebrows, which is kind of sad. <laughs> like, yeah, um, that's so but a forensic expert judged Had these injuries. Had they been injuries. like waxed off? Or... <laughs> Maybe it was like the skin around there. Oh, okay. Right. But... When you say missing an eyebrow, I just think of like. Yeah, I thought it was like the hair. Just had like an intense plucking to it. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but a forensic expert who did like the post mortem, he judge that these injuries happened after death right so, okay. so again it does suggest like predation yeah basically um at the time the official conclusion was that the group members had uh, died because of a quote compelling natural force and the inquest officially stopped in I may of 1959 compelling natural, compelling natural forces aren't compelling what does that mean words mean? and people are compelling not forces yeah. In 1997, it was revealed that negatives from Krivonoshenko's camera were kept in a private archive of one of the investigators. What's on those cameras? What is on those cameras? I want to see what's on them. Actually, oh, I, don't, don't I don't think I do. I don't think I, don't you know. think I do. I think I'd be... I genuinely I think, think if I saw good. what was on there, it would call me for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm like, oh, good, I'm good. So there are many theories as to what could have happened. I know the one. I think I know the one that's going to make me laugh. And I'm already <laughs> yeah. looking forward to it. I love it. Um, after all... The bodies and the entire situation is, like, incredibly strange. Um, an author, Benjamin Radford, suggests that an avalanche could have caused the deaths. Yeah, he suggests fair. that they could have cut their te- their way out of the tent in a panic or because yeah. the entrance was blocked by snow. Could you know be. how that was, like, a bit of the tent was covered in snow? Yeah. However, uh, oh, no, they could have been poorly clothed because they were sleeping and they could have run into Although, separate groups. I think in those conditions you'd be wearing as That's many clothes as possible because you're not but you're not burning any well you are burning energy when you sleep technically but you're not um working up a sweat yeah so you don't have any um physical exertion yeah. to keep so, yeah 
So it suggests that, like, they could have, like, been panicking because the avalanche and then run and then, like, got separated mm-hmm. and then died trying to get back and, like, be a squad again. Um, however, I don't know about this because the tent didn't have, like, massive signs of an avalanche. Like, they kept their skis standing up outside oh. and they were still standing. So it's, like, surely an avalanche would have, like, snapped Unless- them off. Yeah, they maybe snap. Yeah, snap them. Like if those avalanche was so buried dangerous yeah. that they would have run away and thought they were going to die if they stayed in the tent, surely it would have snapped the skis. Yeah, exactly. So, um, also there would have been specific patterns of snow and debris distributed around the entire area, which weren't found. Um, and surely the bodies would have been swept away and like covered in way more snow than they were if there was an avalanche in the area. Like, yes, true. Um, the Their fact- bodies would be very well. Yeah, four, like, some of were, some of them were like four meters under. But that's because they've been there for three months instead oh, yeah. of like true. eight days. Good point. So, um, however, I find this like a little bit unlikely. Um, also, like the footprints from the tent were not consistent with someone running. Like you couldn't analyze like footprint like the length between yeah, each print. Yeah, because your strides are longer when you're yeah. running. Yeah, they look like it was just people walking at normal speed they're just they're like oh there's an avalanche let's stroll away um but recently some scientists um which is my proper and technical term um decided to have another go trying to solve this mystery and like analyze i'd have a go this is the bit i was like you're gonna love this one of the scientists was watching frozen no and he was like damn these snow animations are really (gasps) accurate so he reached what? out to them and he created a simulation to like try and determine the force that the snow Amazing. would have had to be to cause the injuries on them what on <laughs> so crazy. which that is <laughs> i can't even like my brain's like just not computing that right now he was like just watching frozen and he was like i could solve a, a 50 year old mystery yeah. i really hope he has a small child i really hope he doesn't like, just watching he's just frozen. watching frozen because he loves it I think I might get a Disney Plus subscription for five, like just for a month. But I'm gonna do it. In a, I'm gonna do it like sometime in March time, just because I want to watch um, WandaVision. Oh, me too. I'll watch it. It comes out weekly though. Ew, so okay, what's yeah, the yeah, point we'll, getting a month's thing now? We'll watch it in in a, in a month's time. I won't like yeah. it won't be all out yet. Very true. We'll, so, we'll get it. Then. And I was also thinking we could watch all the Marvel films. Yes, absolutely. In a row, and we can watch Frozen and, and Frozen. analyze snow patterns. Exactly. There's also something. No, I think that was it. I don't think there's anything else on Disney Plus. That Hamilton. I mean, there's Hamilton. I've yeah. never watched I've, that, so I'll watch it. So good. I watched it not that long ago. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to the frozen. Back to our serious topic of yes. conversation. Um, basically, they were like, maybe there's a mini avalanche. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's just snow. Is that? Oh yeah, I suppose. Um, but they could, they're like just sounds gradings weird. of different. Just sounds weird. They're like, it wasn't a big avalanche, but maybe it was such a mini smaller one. Baby, baby a baby avalanche. A baby. Bebe, a bebe avalanche. That is the cradle rubber. I am not. <laughs> That's my favourite line of Moira. Oh, yeah. A I love it. Another theory is that a catabatic wind struck the area. I don't a know, what? I don't know what that was, so I searched what? it up and according to Google. I never listened to geography, so. No. I was going to say, this is why I was asking you, how long is it since year nine? Because I haven't done geography since, since year, year nine, nine, which is six years ago. My geography teacher told one of my friends, um, he overheard her saying that she was no good at geography. 
And then he turned to her and said, oh, no, you were fine. It was just Libby you didn't care. Oh, that's so well, something, It was something like that. Something like cursing, like, it was just Libby you didn't try. It was, like, so rude. I fucking hated geography. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, like, I hate geography. I'm not, not going to get into it. I just hate Trauma. geography so much. Oh, dear. So, a catastrophic wind is a wind that carries high-density air from a higher place down the slope. I don't really know what that means, but I think it's just a hella strong wind. I was going to say, it's just wind. Yeah. They're very rare, but they're incredibly violent. And in 1978, a catastrophic wind hit a mountain in Sweden and killed eight hikers. Um, so Sound like a hurricane then, kind of. Yeah, kind of, but it's like it it goes with gravity, so it's not like spinning around, it goes like down a slope, which they are on a slope, and it brought like the high pressure of the winds down. And remember how they like had high pressure injuries, so it could have been like... If anyone is an expert on this, yeah, message I, us. DM us on our Instagram account yeah. at So Anyways Murder. Me trying to explain catastrophic winds was just like me bullshitting. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yes, it's bringing the high pressure air down. I don't know what's going on. So basically, it killed some people in Sweden, and the area that those people got killed was very similar, like topographically, which I think just means like geographically. Okay to the area of the diet of past. Right. So it could have happened in there and had similar results yeah. of people dying. Um, this could have explained them cutting themselves out of the tents and running towards the woods where they hid from the weather, like tried to hide from weather conditions because of yeah. the woods and the trees. However, again, things don't line up. Like, why were they walking, not running if they were that scared? Why were they not wearing their clothes? Why did they spit up? So. So many questions. So, so many few questions. answers. Yeah. Another speculation is that the campsite where they stayed overnight fell within the path of a Soviet parachute mine exercise. Well, now we're getting into the government conspiracy theories, which I love. Mm, I love I accusing the government so. of things. <laughs> because sometimes I'm right. Um, so, this theory says that the hikers could have woken up to the sound of explosions, and that's pretty scary. So they yeah, could have like, panicked and cut themselves mm-hmm. out and be like, Fucking hell, like, we're gonna get bombed or something. Especially, like, this is in, like, the 50s and 60s. Like, I feel like there's Cold some, like, War tension. tension. You never know. I mean... Iron Curtain. Yeah, or I don't know why they like just testing... bombed a mountain, but they could well, have no, they been testing, be testing bombs yeah. in order to, like, bomb America. Yeah, and especially as they went off the path that they were meant to be on, like, they don't know what they've walked into. Exactly. They could have been walking into a testing zone. Mm-hmm. So that's terrifying. And also, so. I think it was, like, very... It was, like, nuclear weapons at the time. Yeah. So that's quite dangerous. Yeah. So um, this could have made them panic, cut themselves out of the tent and flee for their lives. And um, some of the hikers obviously died from hypothermia, but some of them could have been fatally injured by the missiles. They might think, oh, surely they would have found traces of bombs and stuff everywhere. Well, no, parachute mines are rigged to detonate in the air. And the injuries that right. they cause are similar to the ones the hikers suffered mm-hmm. from. Heavy internal damage with little external trauma showing. So, like, it explodes in the air. Yeah. And, like, the pressure sent out causes right. internal damage without any shrapnel hitting you. Wow. That's so it's high like a, pressure air. It's like a wave. Which is kind of similar to the, um, the, the, the wind. wind thing. It's Maybe it was all of them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's my answer. It's just all of them happened at once. Yeah. I mean, so those, so I suppose, yeah, those two, I guess, have some, they, like, have some credibility yeah. just because they're both explainable for the same reason. Yeah. As well as this, this theory um, coincides with reports of floating glowing orange orbs falling through the sky in the area at the time. 
that the hikers were there. Mm-hmm. And this is allegedly backed up by photos that the hikers took. Although, we don't know. Yes, we don't have the photos. This and I'm kind of, part of me is kind of glad for that. Kind of glad. Because I, I just don't, don't want to see them. I don't want to see some blown orbs. You can tell me what are on these photos, but do not, yeah. I do not want to be seeing them. There's going to also call like, the burns on some of the hikers' skin. Like, yeah. I know that could have been for the fire, but also, like, someone who wasn't near the fire had burns as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bombs. Um, a similar theory to this, like, basically a tangent on this theory, is that there were weapons being tested in that area that were, like, radioactive and radio. Yeah, radiological weapons mm-hmm. tested in the area. And this would explain the fact that they found radioactivity on the victims' bodies and clothes. And also, some of the bodies, like the ones that were found, like, months after, were said to have orange-tinged skin and grey hair when they didn't have grey hair before. Oh. spooky. Um, however, this is kind of unlikely. It's just a fun one. Because surely if there was a radioactive weapon, all of them would have had the effects of radioactivity. Also, they would have been—they would have been able to tell the, of, like, yeah. the, the nature around it would have yeah, found radioactive yeah. traces. Um, and also, the strange condition of the bodies, like the orange skin, can explain can be explained by mummification because they've been under the snow for so long. Yeah. So, well, again, I think the radioactivity theory just isn't very plausible because you would have been able to detect—you'd have been able to yeah, detect radio on the snow and the trees, trees and, and stuff. Like, it would have been in like maybe even in the air. Yeah. Just breathe it in. One theory that I I don't know if it's like explains everything, but I do think that this happened mm-hmm. is paradoxical undressing, which is a common side effect of hypothermia, which is what they died of. Basically, what happens is that when a person has hypothermia, I've heard, I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah, they start to feel really hot, and they take off their clothes, and that makes them get more hypothermic. And then they take off their clothes more. And that could have explained why they took off the clothes. And it can also be a sign of a deteriorating mental state. Like, yeah. there's a lot of, like, documentation of people being found in, like, basically naked. Yeah. But they're in snow. And it's because they have hypothermia. Um, and also, like, because their mental state could have been deteriorating because of the hypothermia, mm-hmm. this could explain, like, odd behaviours such as cutting themselves out of a tent so just opening the door and, like, splitting into groups. They Like, you don't know what's going on in their mind, they could have thought that that was really sensible. Yeah. Like, even though they were experienced hikers, you don't know what, like, insanity can do to you. That's exactly. a bit deep. <laughs> I was like, you don't know. Yeah. Um, so, now there's a couple of fun theories. I know one of them already, and you, I like it. I like it. This one's sort of, like, fun but mysterious. So, the hiker who left before it really began, Yuri Yudin, on his deathbed, he said... He believes his friends, quote, saw something they shouldn't have, and then someone held them at gunpoint and was like, fabricate this weird scene, and then confused the investigators and then left them well, there the to Russian, die. the Russian government are kind of dodgy. Yeah. So he believes that someone, aka the Russian government, government. was like, pew, 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 and fabricate, fabricated them. They were like, they you start here, you break these you break some branches and then go here, you go and sit in a ravine, and then mm-hmm. was like, okay, now die. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah, that's definitely what happened. Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna knock it. And then and then the Russian government was like, right, you put some radioactivity on your clothes. Yeah. And you don't do that. Yeah. Cut your tongue out. <laughs> and that's True. or they just make the scene look so so like, weird. They give the scene too many possibilities. Then yeah. the real possibility is never never. Well, and here's something that I think is a real possibility. Okay. Um, I don't care how weird it is. 
I 100% believe that no, I don't, but I love it. A Yeti. Yeah, aliens, like some people say that the glowing orbs could, be could have been aliens and the radioactivity could have been aliens and they could have seen them and been really scared. Like, oh my god, what if the aliens held them by gunpoint and made them strip? Yeah, maybe <laughs> just like, them. you know the end of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? It's like she goes mad. Snow. Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking like, you know when she goes mad <laughs> oh, okay, with yeah. knowledge of aliens? Like, maybe they're like, oh god, they're aliens. And they're not quite as mentally strong as the characters in X-Files are. And they can't cope with the knowledge that aliens exist. So they go mad. And then they're like, better climb some trees. (laughs) Yeah. Better cut my tongue out. Yeah. I don't know why. I really want to continue watching X-Files. We should. I I think we should. I love... It's okay. We have some eye candy for us both. I love love vintage Julian Anderson and David Duchovny. Yeah. I love that You can have David Duchovny. I can have Julian Anderson. I know, I need right. more I need more ginger people on yes. TV. I don't a, get to see many ginger representation. People. I'm not gonna talk about how much I love ginger Julian Anderson show right here with ginger hair and it's a bit weird. <laughs> no, go for it. I love ginger I, I love, love ginger Julian so Anderson. Much. What a decision to make for ginger. I mean Yeah. Also, I'm gonna cut this out but I saw this TikTok and I was gonna send it to you before I realised it was really weird. And it was like, um, it was one where it was like, I watched Mamma Mia for the plot, and it was like, the plot, and it was just Lily James, and I was like, oh, I was going to yeah. send it because it was Mamma Mia, and then I was like, wait, is he going to think I have a crush on her because she looks like <laughs> Lily James? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't think I can send this to how anyone because you're going to think I have a crush I keep on thinking I could see something in the window, and it's really creeping me out, but it's just because the last half an hour, I keep on, I've just had like, I've been really anxious about oh, someone no. coming up to the window. I don't know why. I've never experienced that before in my life. Now I'm anxious. I can't look at the window anymore. But the thing, I like, I, I can't stop have... looking out the window. <laughs> oh my god, this! Christ I just on really a wish bike. We curtains over those windows. Anyway, let's, let's just go. Let's get this over and done with. And then we can have a dance party in the bathroom again. Yeah. What time is it? Time is it? Um, oh, let's see. Ten past eleven. Oh, that's fine. Okay. So, back to the really fun theory. Yeti. Yes. That's a Russian newspaper reported that two of the group had injuries that were likely from a quote big creature and then someone was like asked the newspaper reporter they were like so could that big creature be a yeti and he re- he declined to comment <laughs> <laughs> he was like no comment and just left um, oh, I love that. One thing led to another, and people began speculating that a yeti-like creature could have been behind it. In 2016, there was an alleged Bigfoot sighting in the Ural oh. area, and a village councillor supposedly had a close encounter with a yeti. Oh. So, <laughs> in 2016 as well. So, where are the pictures? Well, yeah, what are these where pictures? Are the pictures? I, I also heard this theory, which I hope it will make you smile a bit. What if? Bigfoot is just a furry and that's why he can't come forward about his identity because he's scared people to make fun of him for being a furry. (laughs) Yeah, they would. He's not wrong. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, whatever occurred up in those crazy mountains has created a legacy and a story filled with conspiracy theories and mystery. And that is the story of the Dalek of Parsons. That's, I think that's freaked me out more than you thought it was. So sorry, I didn't realise you had issues with mountains. I forget that I do until something comes up oh, about a mountain. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Right, no, note to self, don't do anything about mountains. Just, it's maybe like, if we did this in the morning, I'd be fine. I'm so sorry. 
It's fine. I don't sleep anyway, so... Libby, that's not good. Don't worry, I'll be off we'll for see. ages, so we can just text. Okay, good. Anyway, I still I still like that. Yeah. The case is, is interesting. A, it was, like, more fun than not. It was, like, just the fun and, like, conspiracy theories and, like... Yeah. yeah. It's, a ver- it's, like, a very conspiracy-heavy. Like, I love a conspiracy theory. Yeah, same. I was... I love oh the lizard government. I was teaching my dad about the lizard government people. I should have just done conspiracy theories today for our light one. Next week we'll do conspiracy theories. Do you know what? Does anyone want to see a conspiracy <laughs> theory episode? Mark, so one of my best friends, did um did suggest uh, the Yorkshire Ripper, Ooh, but I just don't heavy. think we have. If Netflix, if it took Netflix four hours to get through, <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we can go through it in one session. No. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking at some point I kind of want to do Diana just to piss off my mum because she doesn't think it's a conspiracy at all and I love winding her up. Have you heard the... And I think, um, like, John Mulaney killed Diana. <laughs> have you heard the... Um, have you watched The Office UK? No. Oh, no. God. Um, <laughs> you sound so disappointed in me. so funny. Um, we keep on burning You keep on burning It makes me scared. I'm scared um, of everything. I'm going to turn the lights on. Okay. Yeah, why are we turning the lights? Why are we sitting here in the dark? I don't like touching the floor when people are telling scary stories. Um. Okay. <laughs> so if I was on the sofa and you're telling me a scary story, you just know my legs would be up because I'm. Oh right. I was gonna say floor. like we're sat on the floor. No, no, no. But I'm on a pillow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. I think we're going insane. Just yeah, we like need to go. Die out of pass. So let's leave. Yeah. We